This is the CMO of GaiaX, Vasilia Orfano. This is our newest podcast series. GaiaX is a newly aspiring, rising European association, and together with you, we can develop a new concept of data infrastructure ecosystem based on the values of openness, transparency, sovereignty, and interoperability. Join us today at GaiaX and be part of this technological ecosystem. This is the GaiaX podcast series with Vasilia Orfanou, the CMO of GaiaX. Today we have with us two special uh, guests from the GaiaX uh, Finnish hub, uh, Mr. Juhani Loma Kini and Mr. Marco Turpainen. I will try to, to, first of all, I would like to uh, welcome them. Uh, this is the first time that they are part of the GaiaX podcast series, but we hopefully we will have uh, the opportunity to speak with them in the near future. Uh, Juhani, hello, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rosili. I'm doing fine. How are you? Uh, good, good, good. Thank you. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself so that the, the our audience understands who you are, where you're coming from, a little bit about your experience, and then we can discuss about um, the whole rule, rule book situation. Absolutely. So, Juhani Luomakyni from Finland Citra Innovation Fund. We are currently funding the development of the rulebook in its current version. And my role in the uh, project is I'm an enterprise architect. So I've been involved in the development of fair data economy for a couple of years now. And the fair data economy rulebook is one of the foundations that the fair data economy lies on. This is quite interesting. And uh, Marco, uh, on your end, I can see that you've been working for the past 25 years as a business visionary uh, in international education and innovation in digital transformation. Can you take me through a little bit of how it came about working with the rulebook and more so with the GaiaX Finnish Hub? Well, thank you, Vasilia, and uh, and my pleasure to be here. Um, so, Marko Turpenen is my name, and I'm the CEO of a company called 1001 Lakes uh, from Finland. And I'm also an adjunct professor at uh, Aalto University uh, here in the Helsinki region. Um, and um, our uh, role in the Fair Data Economy Rulebook uh, work and the process has been from the beginning uh, to coordinate uh, the activity that uh, Citra has been uh, um, kind of the host for, uh, and also contributing uh, uh, to the actual content of the rulebook model. Um, and how this all started was very much uh, based on discussions that broadly we had in Finland between different ecosystem actors and, and both public and private sector actors, that it's not so simple to create these uh, agreements and guidelines to different groups that are starting data collaboration and how can we help so that uh, there are kind of ready-made models based on which you can start defining your practices and and clarifying the rules and also 
really also contract contractually uh, helping helping that you are not starting from scratch. This is quite interesting. And when we will we are trying to to find the liaison between um, the rule book and Guy X, what could we possibly say about this? If I start, so in Gaia X, one important part is is the policy and rules work that is is part of 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 the entire spectrum of the activities that Gaia X is working on, and and um, well, currently there already has been quite a lot of work on how do you guide the. Uh, cloud service providers in terms of policies and in terms of rules. But when we come to the actual actual communities that are building these data ecosystems, building these data sharing networks, so the rulebook model can help in defining uh, these you know, more generic policies, more generic ways and practices, which within the con- context of Gaia-X could be applicable to any data space, any data uh, sharing network that is out there. So therefore, I think there is a strong link with Gaia-X. It fits within the policy and rules framework and work that that, that is already ongoing and, and links in several different ways to, uh, of course, also to the activities that the different industry domains are working on under the umbrella of Gaia-X. Myself, if I just add one more thing, so I'm, I'm in, on the industry side, so I've been involved in the agriculture. So that's just an example that the agricultural domain, how do they apply this rulebook and, and then be kayaks compliant. So that's a concrete thing. Okay, which was basically my next question. Um, you said that the rulebook can help uh, any data ecosystem, and you um, mentioned about agriculture. Can you take me a little bit through how it is currently being used by by the sector? So, in this particular sector, so first of all, so the situation is quite good to start with because there is an, a fairly large work that has been done before which is on code of conduct related to data sharing, data usage across organizations, uh, which has been endorsed in Europe by a very, very large amount of actors. So that's a good basis to start with. And then we've been kind of applying the rulebook model to that domain. So what is specific about when we talk about agricultural machinery, the current, you know, uh, farm management information systems, the IOTs with more and more data collection from the fields, for example, and how is that data treated fairly? What is the the, the you know opportunity for farmers, for example, to uh, to influence the practices and 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 control the data that is coming from their fields, having the data sovereignty in 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 in, in that case actually implemented. So we are working on concrete use cases where 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 we dive deeper into certain practices in the farms, for example, but also how does that connect to the rest of the uh, agricultural value chain uh, involving the food processing companies and logistics and uh, and all the way to the retail according to the EU uh, farm to fork strategy so uh, so there there is a plenty plenty of potential use cases and uh, and and it nicely also kind of links to the work that's already ongoing with the uh, Gaia X uh, uh, domain working group on agriculture 
I think this is extremely important because, in fact, the use cases show the business value um, and the impact that can be achieved uh, from a concrete outcome perspective. Could you let us know a couple of user cases that are currently being built or there has been a certain outcome uh, up to this point and the, the initial results, let's say, even if this is in agriculture? So it's still reasonably early, but two that I can I can mention. One is has to do with uh, with uh, logistics and and the the farm data. How to have better overall view of the the, the uh, needs for logistic uh, services, both kind of you know within the farms or cooperatives of farms, and then uh, in a larger context. So that's one use case, kind of linking logistics and agricultural um, production data uh, closer together. And the other use case that we are working on has to do with environmental impacts and carbon footprint. Um, and, uh, and, and there is actually a consortium in Finland that also got some local funding from Business Finland locally to look exactly into... Uh, a more harmonized ways of calculating carbon footprint for food products and 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 also to test that within the context of Gaia X. So there's also a nice nice link to Gaia X there. So, so going back to this, um, you we discussed about agriculture and we also saw that there is some applicability um, with environmental aspects. Uh, could the rulebook be useful in other data spaces and other sectors, let's say manufacturing? And if this is the case, where do you see the, the replication with, with concrete results coming out of it? Johanny, do you want to take this one? Um, perhaps um, the overall role or the, or the functionality or the principles in the rulebook, they are uh, technology agnostic and business agnostic. So it doesn't go too deep into any uh, special kind of a business related for agriculture related issues or manufacturing. It's a general level rulebook. So in that sense, in that sense, uh, any data space development uh, would benefit from using the rulebook. Perhaps one other thing I would like to emphasize is that companies are used to guarding data instead of sharing it. So this is an extension to the technology. So the one part of the trust architecture. So the companies are not too afraid to, you know, start testing or trialing the data sharing. Sure. Uh, now, something else that um, I'm trying to understand: uh, Does the rulebook have applicability uh, specifically in Finland, other European countries, or can it go cross-border? So there is no no uh, specific links to uh, uh, Finland. Um, in some ways, I think we have taken the ways how Europe is approaching data and data spaces and some of the European regulation um, as, a, as a base for at least some parts of the rulebook. So, so I wouldn't say that it's not applicable outside Europe, but, but in some sense, it does inherit some of the recent thinking in, in, in Europe regarding fairness around data. 
so so therefore uh, I think that's good to recognize. Um, um, on the other hand, and also a little bit linked to your previous question, so on purpose, the, the rulebook model has been made to be quite generic. So it doesn't really as such, uh, you know, um, limit at all to any industry, to any geography, to any uh, um, any uh, size of the, the ecosystem. So so the idea is that that the same model could be applicable in very, very many cases. Uh, Mar Marco and Johanny, I understood that uh, we are trying to find the applicability initially with the agricultural sector uh, and then to see how the same tools can be used in other sectors. And obviously, we're trying to link with specific use cases to um, create the necessary business services. My question is the following. Uh, do you, have you started to work with other uh, the other sectors as well, or uh, do you do you currently work on agriculture specifically, uh, iterating on a on a specific set of use cases and then replicating to other sectors, or you're working with many sectors in parallel to to, to understand what the outcomes could be? What is the process? Can you take me through a little bit the process that is currently um, being used? Let's start, and Johanny, please continue, but. Uh... Um, the story is a little bit the other way around. So I would say agriculture currently is one of the domains where we are looking. And, and I mentioned it because I am in the Gaia X agriculture domain working group, and that's a link to Gaia X. But, uh, but actually, the, the use cases that we've been working on before and, and which are maybe even much further and mature in terms of actually having experiment uh, and, and, and experience of, 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 of having the rulebook in operations are in other domains. So there has been use cases and, and ecosystems that have applied this in banking, uh, banking and, uh, and, and, and insurance. There has been use cases in manufacturing, use cases in traffic and, and, uh, and mobility data. Um, we are also looking into the health sector. So, so all in all, I think there are, there are more and more good examples of use of rulebook across the field, across different domains. So not specifically at, in, in agriculture, I wouldn't say so. And, um, um, and that's the way we like it. So, so we would like to get experiences in as much as possible, uh, simultaneously from multiple different domains. But you, honey, do you want to continue? Yeah, I, I, I do agree. And uh, uh, initially, we were thinking that after applying rulebook on different industries and sectors, we need to look at two sectors or businesses that have a low threshold of combining information. So that would be an ideal use case for cross-sectoral uh, data space implementation. Okay, um, now can you take me through a little bit of how the role book can be useful uh, to achieve GAIA-X compliance, which is something that we are currently working on? Yes, uh, I think um, there are many ways uh, how the role book can be uh, useful. Um, so first of all, um, when we talk about uh, how the different uh, Gaia X compliant data spaces 
need to move beyond the the uh, things that are the common use trust network, for example, or, or basis that GaiaX is providing, and then the common building blocks, but have more specific. What do we actually do in applying the the infrastructure that GaiaX is providing? How do we uh, include then our you know, data sources and the constraints and policies that have to do with the data, the data control? How do we introduce the services that are being uh, applied in the data space? So all of that is something that is agreed at the level of rulebook. These are the data sets. These are the... The, the the services and then uh, what I would assume is that then that's a good basis for for example self descriptions we make the descriptions that these data sets are available for these and these services within the constraints of this data space but I, I what I'm meaning is that there are several building blocks that GAIAX is offering but the rulebook is a tool for a particular data space to make it more explicit and specific how do we actually uh, govern our data space and how do we in practice take into use the different components that GAIAX architecture is offering? So in terms of um, the next steps of the rulebook, I understand that there is constant iteration and updates uh, to make it even better and possibly even um, increase the applicability to other sectors. What would be the next steps? Yes, Johanny, do you want to take this one? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, the development at the moment, uh, kind of a two-way, two, two uh, streams. First of all, uh, there was some requirement or demand for the separate section of uh, cybersecurity and information security. So that's an extension for the current structure and also a new version of the ethics part is being developed and the second stream is that making it uh, more user-friendly so moving it from the pdf form to a, a web version so these are the two main streams we are working at the moment okay um and in, in terms of these specific streams that you mentioned which would be, I would say, the most important or the one that you are currently finalizing? I think it's the cyber information security part because it was finalized a couple of weeks ago and it's been translated because the uh, group working uh, the uh, cyber security part, they worked all in Finnish. So <laughs> we had to translate that, but that's the next, it's coming in a couple of weeks. Okay. I, I also understand, Johanny, that you're involved uh, in how uh, virtual film Finland is, is uh, relying on Citrus Rulebook at this time. Can you tell me a little bit about this? The virtual Finland project? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so the Ministry of Foreign Affairs launched a project to uh, make it easy or easier for students or workers to come in Finland and perhaps even stay in Finland. At the moment, the process is manual, paper-based, analogical process. So we are using the uh, same principles of the IHAN project 
uh, fair data economy architecture. And one of the key points there is that the information we are using is quite sensible. So the rule book needs to be there kind of a, um, as part of the trust uh, platform or trust architecture. And we are applying at the, uh, the virtual Finland test bed, which is the currently being launched. So the rule books is uh, used, applied there. So how can you join the test bed? What are the rules? What are your roles? And the basic, basic using of uh, the rule book. And that's one of the cases, but definitely going cross-sectional. So it seems to me that um, beginning from virtual Finland, we are trying to create a top-down approach to uh, create um, a data harmonization model developed as part of the project, we can, which can serve as the baseline, let's put it this way, for the p- future cross-border data exchange uh, service models within Finland. Do you think that uh, currently the project Virtual Finland is, is a best practice example that could potentially be replicated by other countries and other projects in Europe? It might be. It might be if we succeed, because uh, we are not there yet, and the project is only less than a year be going on, and the fields we are trying to, you know, work through are extremely uh, guarded, if I would say. So if we succeed, definitely yes. Okay, and Michael, you're also involved um, with uh, Alto University. Um, I understand that you're also working with students. Yes. Yes. So uh, would you say that uh, students and in general um, younger people should be more involved in the ecosystem, uh, given that their ideas may be much uh, more, I guess, fresh and innovative? Well, that's a great question. Um, I think there is an increasing interest um, in our students um, on our our students' side on things related to data practices. And uh, in the rule book, so we look at this from various different viewpoints. So security was just mentioned that we are increasing that side. There are the technology components, for example, the GAIAX architecture components that are being out there. But we are also looking at this from the business side, from the legal side, from the ethical side. The students that I teach uh, typically come with a, you know, interest in technology, but are in, you know increasingly interested, for example, on the ethical side. So is the data that is being used in services that they are using on a daily basis, but they are also kind of uh, becoming experts in creating themselves and being the the, 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 the architects of future, future solutions. So is the basis fair? Uh, and, and, and that is crucial uh, for, for, for uh, the future of how data is being uh, used in different ecosystems that these issues are taking more and more, uh, more and more uh, to the front. And I'm quite optimistic that actually the, 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 the generation that I'm teaching is, is much more interested and also has the, 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 like, uh, the, the willingness to change 
things towards more fair data practices. And, uh, and, and, and for example, the link to EU and European initiatives seems to be something that the students are genuinely interested in. Something different, you're also involved um, on the uh, working group of agriculture. Uh, where do you see the biggest opportunities there and possibly the challenges uh, so that we are aware of how and where we should focus in building our working groups? So I've been involved in several activities that are now um, mapping what is already out there. There are several very good projects that have been already ongoing, some for more than 10 years, that focus on data sharing and, 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 and improving the practices. So we are not starting from scratch in agriculture, but typically the situation is that all of these are Either they are national or regional, or they are specific for a certain kind of agriculture, certain kind of the part of the processes. So what we need is a roadmap towards much more, you know, applicable model across these different instances, across these different initiatives. How do you get the data moving between uh, the different parts of the industry between uh, different segments of the ecosystem cross borders and also make the capabilities in agriculture to be connected to other industries be them logistics or insurance or whatsoever and here I see uh, again a huge opportunity uh, in the coming years to make this through Gaia-X and within the, the, the let's say the the available tools and available means that Gaia-X is, is currently building. And from a Finnish hub perspective, Gaia-X Finnish hub, um, where do you see um, that we should be prioritizing in terms of delivery? Maybe I can start because I'm also in the task force in the Finnish Gaia-X hub. Citra is coordinating the Gaia-X hub in Finland and, and Johanni, please continue. But uh, from the from the focus point of view, so there are several um, uh, you know aspects within the the the, the whole Gaia-X umbrella uh, where we think that in Finland there are very good uh, competencies. So so the whole area of access management and then identities is something where we are quite quite advanced, um, um, and 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 also uh, the, the the security side is something where we think that we can definitely in general bring things to the table but then there are good good uh, let's say early movers in different sectors in in different industries who are really actively looking into deploying Gaia X and and, and also you know looking forward to collaboration opportunities beyond Finland for sure so so main opportunity that i see now is actually those Finnish companies, the industries that already are very actively having participating in ecosystems beyond Finland and want to take a leading role also in Gaia-X in, uh, in, in doing implementations. So so I'm seeing some good signs that that's already starting to happen and, uh, and hopefully we will have much more of that in the future. So the industry picks up speed and, and, and really uh, sees Gaia-X as an opportunity to make these uh, 
value chains work more efficiently uh, and, and, and definitely across borders, not only in Finland. Um, given that we are equally trying to build an overall data space ecosystem and obviously build support at the building of each specific sector data space ecosystem, from a Finnish perspective, where do you see um, the three sectors that we should be focusing on? I understand that agriculture is one uh, of the sectors. Which would be the other two if we had to to, to prioritize the three most important sectors to build and invest in. Johanny, do you want to start? Perhaps, um, perhaps finance, because they are involved <laughs> across sectors as they function. And uh, Finance from a banking perspective, fintech, uh, which part of finance? Because there, there are different levels of finance. Guy, I would say banks, because they are already moving data or money across borders and doing it electronically. So they are the pioneers there. So they are doing it already. And by nature, they reach across industries and sectors. But then again, uh, I think that the, more like the Finnish Gaia Hub, Gaia X Hub concentrates on finding ecosystem and companies that are already, you know, doing the thing no matter what, and the GAIAX helps them. But the, on the other hand, they should vi- find kind of these model students that would be, you know, good examples so that it, it's easy to communicate and, and kind of showcase uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know, use cases. Yeah, yeah. So, and then on banking, so we also have some very good use cases. So, for example, this one example where the SCB bank uh, uh, and and Finnish manufacturing company Vartsila and insurance company worked on uh, on on implementation that uh, that helped in uh, in sharing data on export letters of credit. So that was a very concrete example, also where the rule book was used. So I agree. I agree with uh, with Johanny that financial sector is is probably the area where again where the, the 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 rule book model also kind of is not new it has been there for a very long time uh so so uh so that that might be mature uh agriculture definitely is, has potential but from Finland so I would add a couple of other fields so uh, uh so well the whole story of of uh, of of green deal and sustainability and i don't think that it you know limits to a particular industry sector but how do we apply this data space thinking much more into issues like circular economy is something where i think in finland we have been uh, uh, very active and 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 would like to continue to uh, take some leadership also uh, and and another area uh, where also there is quite a lot going on now, very much inherent complexity. But on the other hand, uh, you know, recent showcases of yes, we can quite quickly also do something within Europe. For example, is health data. Citra uh, uh, has been leading a project on uh, health data spaces at the European scale, and uh, and 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 again, I think there is plenty plenty now happening around health data and uh, and 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 i'm looking forward to seeing some uh some really interesting implementations also uh 
linked to the Gaia X and uh, and and other initiatives that we are seeing now on on data sharing. That's quite interesting. So I'm um, I'm noting down banking, agriculture, and health as the primary sectors that we should be applying and possibly. Uh, see what uh, use cases can in fact uh, create a, a concrete outcome that possibly can be replicated by other sectors. The reason for, for my asking is because when we are talking about creating the data space ecosystem, it also means that some sectors need to be prioritized. We cannot do everything all at the same time. And unless we're able to uh, see the, the business services that can in fact be created, uh, there is no way that we can build the ecosystem in the first place. And with that, with that said, um, I would like to invite you both to uh, the next uh, data space series on agriculture um, and see with the working group uh, how you could potentially be part of the um, agenda as well, uh, because I think that you have both uh, extremely uh, good ideas, but also a Applicability, uh, and I think that our audience would find a lot of interest by hearing to, to the both of you. Um, other than that, I would like to encourage you that we um, have a second series of um, this podcast to understand the next steps and the delivery and where you stand, uh, you know, in three months from now, uh, so that our audience. Uh, in fact, reflects further on what you're currently doing, both from a GAIA-X Finish Hub, which is extremely important, but, ex but equally important uh, from, from a rule book perspective. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time and availability today. It was a pleasure speaking with the both of you, and I hope we get the chance to speak once more. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.